You are listening to This is Oklahoma, hosted by Mike Hearn, telling stories of Oklahomans and those that have made it their home. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of This is Oklahoma. Mike Hearn here, your host, back with another episode. Exciting news. This podcast is presented by the Oklahoma Hall of Fame, who have been telling Oklahoma's story through its people since 1927. Follow them online at oklahomahof.com, and then definitely follow them on Instagram for all the information that you need, because I'm sure that's where you follow us as well, at oklahomahof. Let's get into today's episode. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of This is Oklahoma. Mike Hearn here, your host, back with another episode down at Bedford's camera today. They've graciously granted the back room to us and set up some awesome lighting. So if you're watching clips or you're on Facebook or YouTube, you'll see my two beautiful guests' faces. You won't see me because of COVID and social distancing, and I'm staying out of the way. Um, (laughs) So, uh, yeah, I mean, we've done, we've individually done a podcast on each of my guests today but they've uh they've they told me that i can't tell you about what we have going on but now we can so please welcome to the podcast rachel cannon and matt payne uh prairie surf media prairie surf media yeah tell me about like i mean <laughs> i know obviously where it's come from but like <laughs> tell me why you chose that name um gosh so when so to give a little bit of background um I am from Oklahoma, as is Rachel. Um, tell me, tell me where you grew up. Um, I grew up. I was a Yukon Miller. Mm-hmm. So a, a, a uh, Yukon Miller, and I was a f- uh, Fighting Irish at McGinnis. Uh, we both, in the year two thousand, moved out to Los Angeles uh, and spent fifteen. I, I spent fifteen years. Rachel, you were just a, just shy of twenty. Just yeah. shy of twenty. Um, and while we've spent a lot of time on. Uh, on sets, what we were both kind of ocean. I, I certainly am an ocean person, and uh, then we came back to the prairie. And so, in that sort of merging of kind of energy and the visual of waving weed can sure smell sweet, and the yeah. Beach Boys and the surfing and the waves, we were like, <laughs> what about prairie surf? Sort of a yeah. amalgamation of uh, the coast and the center of the country. Was that early on in the business decision, or was that right at the end? No, that was like the first thing we decided on. Yeah. Yep. Because sometimes it's like, it's going to come right at the end. And we haven't even, we wouldn't even have a name for this yet, but we have all these plans. <laughs> no, we formed our LLC like a, uh, over uh, a year ago. Yeah. yeah. October-ish. Right, right about a year ago. Yeah. yeah. It's been a long time in the planning and yeah. it must be so hard to like not tell someone what you have planned. Yeah. <laughs> it right? is, it, you know, the only other time I've had to keep a secret this mm-hmm. long is when I shot the final season of Mad Men and literally it didn't air for over a year and they didn't even. They even said I couldn't tell my agent yeah. exactly what it was, or my husband. I was like, I can't keep a They're secret a like that, like set. from everybody. <laughs> but you have to sign like NDAs, and I yeah. mean, it was it was pretty intense. So this yeah. was about the same. Yeah, we. What was important to us? So we we chose not to talk about her. So we started in uh, really. It was almost eighteen months ago. Mm-hmm. Um, Rachel and I were interns together uh, for uh, Gray Fredrickson. As he he's been on the podcast. He's been on, yeah. Oklahoma, La- uh, right after Lance me. helped me. Yeah, yeah that's Lance right. Helped me out with that one. Yeah, yeah. So Rachel and I were Gray Fredrickson's first interns when he moved to. Oklahoma in the year 2000. So she and I were both OU students and uh, very ambitious at the time. And we heard that he was in town. And so we basically ran him down and we're like, we are going to work for you. Yeah. Uh, and he, he kind of laid a framework for us. Um, 
you know, we got to read scripts and we got to um, be on some sets of some local movies. He'd come back to, to really stand up a, a film business here. Mm-hmm. And Do you remember when he was doing that South of Heaven, West of Hell with Dwight Yoakam? Dwight Yoakam. And, uh, who else was in that? Um, uh, Billy Bob Thornton. Billy Bob Thornton was in that. Dwight um, Swingers. Why am I Vince forgetting Vaughn, Vince Vaughn. Vaughn. Like, oh, really? I mean, it was this really cool Western. That, and we got to be on set and see what they were doing. There was a Dwight concert. We got to go backstage. I was just like, yeah, Yeah, I went to see his And that <laughs> was in Oklahoma. Yeah. But that was what was happening. And so it was this idea, you know, when, in high school, you had no clue that... Um, that the, the movies just wasn't an option, but mm-hmm. but when Gray moved here, it started becoming an option, and we wanted to sort of we wanted to catch that. Yeah. Um, but when kind of we graduated from college from OU, um, w- th- that was it. You know, yeah. uh, so he he'd started it, um, and we had to leave. You know, and and um, I went out to LA and became a screenwriter on dramas. Uh, Rachel went out and became a uh, a star on sitcoms, and mm-hmm. then when we sort of came back here. Um, Oklahoma changed enormously. So um, any listener of a of a podcast of your podcast knows that that Oklahoma City is in the midst of just an epic renaissance, and there's there's just enormous opportunity. And so in that spirit, Rachel and I sat down. You move back. It was like at the beginning of two, it, very end of 2018. Yeah. So. Yeah. So then we. But sat we sat th- down at the beginning of 2019, like we, after I got my my house in order. Yeah, so we would go to On Crew at the Nichols Hills Plaza, a little plug there for On Crew. Shout out to On Crew. We very, very yours. good restaurant. Uh, and we just kind of, we, we sat down and started talking about how, you know, we wanted to, both of us want to make movies. So make no mistake, we, that's what, we we are passionate, passionate storytellers. Um, I'm a photographer and a screenwriter and a documentary filmmaker. Mm-hmm. Um, Rachel's a filmmaker and an actress. So, but we were like, what do, what can we, how can we participate really in this renaissance? And so, in that space, um, what we realized was there are sort of three stools to a successful film industry. We looked at Georgia as a model. This, the, you know, um, workforce is key, um, mm-hmm. which is something we're both very passionate about. Uh, state rebates play a role, um, and the third part was infrastructure. So, affecting public policy is very, very hard. Um, affecting workforce requires sort of engagement with educational institutions in the state. That was something we could work into gradually. So, we, but we had to fix the infrastructure part. And we have, uh, mm-hmm. we were fortunate in that we put together a great business model, talked to some really, really smart people. And uh, before long, the Cox Center came up and yeah. here we are. Yeah, because yeah. I saw that, like the picture of you outside and I was like, oh, <laughs> that's the secret you've been keeping. And also everything else that's building yeah. and everything just, you know, like you guys just had a great phone call and we can't talk about that yet. And everything else that's coming, it's like, this is going to be yeah. awesome. Uh, yeah. And just the effort you've put in and everything and, and obviously building on Grace Foundation and everything that he did for 20 years. And like, yeah. you know, you have like Dead Center Film Festival and all these other people that are doing that I'm all obviously forgetting because they're all done amazing things. There's so many people other than Gray. Yeah. But Gray is obviously the started that while you guys were going out to LA, he's coming back and you, yep. you did the intern thing. Yeah. And then, you know, you, you find your feet and find your passion. And, and you're like, you know what? Let's just go back to Oklahoma and see what happens back in Oklahoma. And, well, and we went through that, didn't we, when we yeah. did your podcast? Yeah. I mean, I have to say, I, I think that for me, I 
uh, was so pleasantly surprised when I got back because um, the reason I came back to Oklahoma is because it was in the middle of the country and all my auditions and my job opportunities stopped being in California and they were in New York or Chicago or Atlanta or Vancouver. Everything was being filmed all over the country. Mm-hmm. And so I actually didn't know that this opportunity existed. Um, I just thought, well, I'm going to go home if I don't have to be here. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go be in the center of the country um, with my family and have a better quality of life and buy a home and give my kid a better upbringing. And my first my first text message I sent before I came back was to Matt. Mm. And I was just like, you seem happy. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You have a lovely farm in Edmond. Yeah. Do you have any great time? Yeah. yeah I was I'm jealous really. of your life. Your pictures make me jealous. And the, and the pig, right? Yeah. And the, yeah. We, there's actually two pigs. We only I only photograph one because he won't let me get near his, uh, his sister or girlfriend. We're not sure. Yeah. We, we, either or. It, it could be either or. Yeah. Um, so for me... Um, what uh, so I moved back in 2015, so about four years earlier than Rachel. Um, and again, um, here we are in Bedford and uh, Bedford photog- uh, Yeah, if you're you watching know, the video, Matt's if you're photos watching it, is um, Bedford puts on Photocon where I'm I'm a keynote in a couple yeah. of weeks. So definitely tune into that. But um, I was a, I was a screenwriter, but really I was a passionate storyteller, um, mm-hmm. and that dovetailed into travel. It dovetailed into tourism, um, and. In L.A., I spent a lot of time traveling out of L.A. to different countries, um, taking photographs. Uh, when I moved back to Oklahoma, while I grew up here, I knew Oklahoma City and I knew peripherally of Beaver's Bend, but I didn't really know the state. Um, so when I arrived, I really looked at Oklahoma through kind of my my uh, my my photography and lens a mm-hmm. little bit and. Suddenly, I realized, like, my gosh, the, Oklahoma is not what people think. Um, and so I sort of took it up on myself. I, st- I, I started contributing to 405 Magazine, a lot of photos to This Is Oklahoma, so, you know, some bigger outlets. But I really took it on upon myself to travel around the state and to see, like, the beautiful places that exist here. So Black Mesa, you've got... Um, Gloss Mountain State Park, Beaver's Bend, um, the Tall Grass Prairie, the Short Grass Prairie, the Cross Timbers, our cities, our towns, like there's mm-hmm. so much beauty and nobody knows that it exists. So like we live in this place where people drive through, you talk to people in LA and you say Oklahoma, they go like, everybody says, I think, I think I drove through there once yeah. and they did because you nobody have, stops. because if tower, you drive across right? the country, <laughs> you have to stop here. Yeah. So in that, like what I discovered was, man, Oklahoma could be anywhere in the world or really kind of the universe. Mm-hmm. And as we, you know, so in thinking about that, you know, then putting on my filmmaker hat, we're like, well, gosh, this is a, this would be a great place to film. And not only is it a good place to film because it, it, the looks are so different, it's a quality of life. Yeah. yeah. And it's a state where, where you can get things done efficiently. Um, um, there's, you know, LA is a very complicated place. Yeah. Um, well, and you have like the workforce that's ready to go as well, right? You have all the techs here and everybody that's been learning all this stuff sure. from what Gray has started and everybody yeah. else. And yeah. you don't want them to leave. They can stay home too. And if you have a giant, awesome studio in Oklahoma somewhere, they have jobs. Yeah. Yep. That's right. That's Which is goal. amazing. Well, and I think that, um, you know, we were just having a phone call a minute ago where we were just talking about the quality of life that is here in mm-hmm. Oklahoma and what Oklahoma offers that nobody expects. What I think the thing that ca- uh, catches most people off guard so much is the people. Yeah. Um, and it's the one thing that I always said when people are like, Oklahoma, you know, when I would tell them where I was from and I was just like, yeah, best people on the planet. Mm -hmm. And I meant that. And I feel like that is the thing coming home that 
I, that I deeply missed so much is just the community here. And being in LA, we talk about, you know, even I had to learn boxing as a, as a form of self-defense <laughs> to walk my dog in the morning because yeah. I'd get up at, you know, five thirty six o'clock and walk my dog. And I'm constantly like looking over my shoulder. Like, is, I would is somebody going like to try to attack me? I would not like to get a roundhouse kick from Rachel yeah. <laughs> I got pretty good at it. I would not uh, like that at all. So, you know, you always have your guard up and yeah. it's, it's like, would the person walking across the street jump in and help you if something happened or would they just keep walking because they don't want to be a part of it? Yeah. And there's just a spirit here in Oklahoma where you know that nobody's ever going to let something like that go down without helping you. Yeah. Um, and it's it's so nice to especially be in the small towns yep because they appreciate yeah, you showing yeah. up yeah don't they yeah the, uh, uh, yeah a hundred percent I mean I you know I, I I go I think back so part one of when I first moved back I taught I was an adjunct professor at Oklahoma City University and I taught film business and I taught screenwriting and I had this great group of students and like these kids love their home you mm-hmm. know like And even when we were growing up, like, I think you were probably a little more like interested in LA, but I didn't want to leave. I loved, like, I love working for gray. Like I was peripherally, you know, I I knew knew I had to, you knew you had to, you knew you had to. That's the kicker, isn't it? And I wanted to be an actor and I couldn't do that. Yeah. Yeah. So like in fall of 2016, um, things have changed even since then. Like we've watched the city Mm -hmm. evolve, but I was teaching film business and like my best students um, and even even the students that like were still trying to find their footing would come in, the seniors, you know, and they're like, do I have to leave? And yeah. in 2016, I was like, I cannot believe that I have to say this. Yeah. But yes, like you, if you want to do this, probably you need to go. Mm-hmm. And I think consistently. Consist- if you want to do this consistently. Con- con- that's exactly right. If you yeah. want to do, if yeah. you want to make a living doing it, like yeah. you can work on films here. Yeah. yeah. You know, you movies come, like we talk all the time, like. There right now, um, there's a film called Reagan. Rachel, you can tell them about Reagan in a, yeah. in a minute. But um, you know, movies come here and people work on them. But it's part time. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they go need, back to what is your other job? It's like yep. in LA when you say you're an actor and they're like, oh, where do you wait tables? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What restaurant yeah. are you at? You, so yeah. it's a similar. So it's a similar sentiment here. And I just I hated the idea of exporting talent. Yeah. Um, it seems ridiculous. It's ridiculous in in yeah. the medical space. It's ridiculous in the tech space. It's ridiculous anywhere. Like yep. we have brilliant universities. What we need to do is retain talent so that we can grow as a city um, and diversify. And and so Rachel and I were just like, that's what we need to do. We need to build, never mind uh, making a movie, let's build an industry here. Mm-hmm. Um, let's keep these kids working. And like also let's bring people back, you know? Um, well, and I found that, that, I mean, in my first year here, something that really hit me hard was um, all the layoffs from oil and gas. Um, You know, I'm an oil and gas family. My dad's in the Pipeline Hall of Fame. Like, this is what I grew up in. And watching the sheer amount of of layoffs where where people were, families were out of work. And I kept watching that, knowing what it was that we were trying to create. And it's like, well, we have a pivot industry. We have an opportunity to literally take these people and say, look, you have a skill set. We're just going to shift it into a different vertical. Mm -hmm. What you do is already qualified to work in this business, and we're going to show you how. And it became about something so much bigger than uh, my acting career and Matt's screen 
screenwriting career, it came about um, an opportunity to do something really incredible for the community and to give yeah. back to the community. And I think that's what we're most passionate about is how do you stand up an industry here where everybody benefits from yeah. it? Right. Yeah. With 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 and with creativity at the center. So people think yeah. about the film industry and they think writers and directors and and actors, which is correct. Um, those are exciting parts yeah. of it. That's what we see on screen. But what you don't realize is like, what is underneath that? And it's very much that's the tip of the iceberg. Yeah. You know, you're looking at hundreds, at hundreds yeah. of people, like careers yeah. that span from electricians um, and painters and 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 accountants yeah. and carpenters. Well, carpenters. Also, you got to feed those people. Catering. You got to feed. Catering. Yes, you got to yeah. feed those people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the sets are mobile, right? And and there's got to be a tent company that puts the tent over mm-hmm. the caterer. Yeah. So it just the impact is just immense. If you look at Pahuska, Oklahoma, too, um, from a tourism perspective, you know, like, again, I've said tourism is my other passion. And one of the things that has floored me and really inspired me is the story of Pahuska, which um, Scorsese is going to be up there doing a movie in February. But Damn. but as most most people know, like that started with Reed Drummond. But but in 2017, that was a ghost town. That was a ghost town, and Reed Drummond sort of shot her TV show there. But but she put it in the spotlight, opened the mercantile, and like their 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 sales tax revenue has increased seventy five percent. Yeah, people drive from all over to people go there, come from they? all over the world. It's crazy. I heard that there was at at for this is a firsthand report that last Saturday, the wait to get into the mercantile, okay, to eat mm-hmm. in her restaurant was five hours. And being driven, and it's two, two hours stories. to get there. And people yeah. have driven two hours to get there. So that's what they did in a very, very small town. That's so amazing. imagine what happens if, like in Georgia, they had The Walking Dead. In um, in New Mexico, they have Breaking Bad. Imagine what mm-hmm. happens if we got Marvel, Lucasfilm, um, like an Ocean's Eleven type series, something uh, yeah. Indiana Jones, some kind of tentpole show. Like the tourism bin- industry explodes mm-hmm. around it. It becomes. Another marker, kind of like the thunder is, you know, one of the things that um, um, I discovered when I was working on a project about the Oklahoma City Thunder was that everybody affiliated that I that I interviewed tell, told a story, myself included. I was in 32 countries in the last five or six years yeah. and I would wear thunder gear and every airport I was in, whether it was, you know, in in uh, in Uganda or it was in Croatia or it was in uh Shanghai, if you wear a thunder hat, which I usually do, people come up to you and go, thunder, they know it. Yeah. They, so what we want to do is we want to also be that. We want people to turn on their TV and they go, that's an Oklahoma movie. Um, and that's that has enormous value. So yeah, it's jobs, definitely. it's tourism, it's yeah. our how our state our, how is presented, how our city is presented. We have... It, it, it touches so many people. Yeah. And that is what excites me about yeah. this. Well, and if you think about, um, so the lost opportunities that Oklahoma's had. So the Watchmen series uh, was just nominated for Emmys. Uh, it won Best Drama of the Year. That could have been an Oklahoma Emmy. Like yeah. that could have been, they wanted to film that here and couldn't because they there were no in, there was no infrastructure there were no sound stages so they had to go somewhere else yeah. so you look at those opportunities too like where there's a sense of pride that Oklahoma gets to be a part of that you have a series that is shot here that you know when you drive by the Cox Center that there are po- you know posters up on the wall of what's yeah. happening inside 
then when there's success around that show, everybody gets to take ownership of that. Everybody mm-hmm. gets to be a part of that. And that's just something you know new and exciting for Oklahoma that we're excited to be able to yeah. help bring here. That's awesome. Matt, you mentioned the Reagan movie that's been shot currently at Guthrie, mm-hmm. and Rachel, you're going to be in that. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about that. Um, you know, I, I have a small part in it. Um, I actually worked with the director, Sean McNamara, um, on a series in Los Angeles. And so he was... Um, and the casting director, Chris Freihofer, uh, was sitting down with the director to cast a bunch of roles. And he was like, I need someone really funny. Like, do you have anyone here who does comedy? And Chris said, well, I, I have a, I have a friend. Um, I don't know if she's available, uh, but, but let me see. And he pulled up my reel and he showed it. And Sean was like, Cannon's here? How, how, do you, how are you getting Cannon? He was like, she lives here. She's 20 minutes down the road. So they called yeah. me, and uh, Sean was like, so I heard a little secret that you are in Oklahoma. Want to come play on the movie with us? So I get to do a small part with Dennis Quaid. Yeah. It's going to be really fun and funny. And that's a huge movie, too. It's a huge movie. Like, they have so many day players coming in. Like, um, you know, even just doing a day on this, like, they're flying in tons of people from Los Angeles. So it's going to be really exciting to be a part of it. All COVID testing, doing, you know, three tests a week. And everything has been uh, very interesting in how Oklahoma is stepping up and and really handling it. And I think showing the rest of the country how it's done. Because... You know, California's not really back to work yet. New York's not really back to work yet. Everybody's trying to figure out. And Oklahoma is in full swing in yeah. production and doing a great job. Yeah. And and Guthrie, I guess, people kind of know Guthrie for being this kind of like yeah. cool little city, town area that always kind of draws something big. Yep. But that would be the only like you want that in Paul Husker or somewhere else or like El Reno or shooting somewhere down Route 66 in Elk City or just a random town that's like when Guy Fieri came and did his Oklahoma City mm-hmm. thing the locations that he picked were so like they'd not the, you know you go to Francesca's out East Oklahoma mm-hmm. City yeah. and the one that he did with the saucy Sicilian was I mean it helped that it was in the parking lot but he like looks through the town and he like drives his car or someone drives his car up to this amazing wall that's mm-hmm. and just little spots like mm-hmm. that he's like of all the places in Oklahoma City, and I know it makes sense to be close to Francesca's and shoot, you know, back in the parking lot, but still, like, the other places, he was not, you know, like, he's not picking the Devon Tower and parking outside the Marriott Gardens and that's yeah. it, you know, right, like right, the places right. that everybody knows about. It's the places yeah. that have character. Exactly. That, you know, being able to discover something that's different, and I think that's what is so exciting for Matt and I, looking at Oklahoma, mm-hmm. we know the diversity that exists mm-hmm. here that is so beautiful and how that can be the backdrop for so many different films and so many different opportunities. Yeah. So to be able to introduce the rest of the world to a place that we love so tremendously is exciting. Yeah, in in traveling around the state, as much as I've been fortunate to do, what you realize, like, is is the passion that that every town has for its itself, for its people, for its main street, um, mm-hmm. and the desire to share it. You know, that's one thing I, I love. Um, you know, we this business, like, we are in the Cox Center, so it mm-hmm. is in Oklahoma. It is based in Oklahoma City, but when you think about the films that are shot here, let's let's look at um, yeah. Reagan, for example. That is in Guthrie. Let's mm-hmm. look at the Pawhuska inter. Um, Phenomenon, Reed Drummond, Martin Scorsese. That's in Pawhuska. Yeah, thirteen um, minutes. That tornado movie. Uh, that was in El Reno. El Reno. Yeah. yeah, like 
nobody shoots anything in Oklahoma City. The sound stages will be there, right. but the locations will be all over the state. Yeah, yeah the so, infrastructure's in the city where yeah. everyone is because that makes total sense. Yeah, yeah. that's exactly yeah. right. So, so you know, one of the things that's very, very important for us to communicate is that this is and uh, this is a for Oklahoma business that mm-hmm. is in Oklahoma City. But, but the reality is like Oklahoma City may be like where where they kind of come first, but yeah. in the same way that like when you go to say France, to, you know, you fly into Paris. But you're in the you're in the countryside. You're on yeah. the vineyards, and you're yeah. eating, and you're in the villages, and and this is going to be very very much the same way. And so, even in terms of thinking about how we want to influence um, um, education in in yeah. rural spots of the state, like we want to make sure that like that that career techs are, are have curriculum for film students, like so that people there can be a base understanding of what this industry is and the value that it brings, so that our towns. Mm-hmm can share their towns. They feel included and a part of this. Um, inclusion is everything yeah. with, in our business. Yeah. Well, and you look at um, something I think is really interesting is whenever you're looking at practical locations for films, um, you know, they're creating a world in a moment in time when they're, you know, recreating this movie. So if you look yeah. at Reagan, that's a period piece. So obviously going to a town where it feels a little super untouched is, yeah. is super cool, right? Um, but you look at um, Oklahoma City has a very mid-century architecture feel to it. Tulsa has a very Art Deco um, architecture feel yeah. to it. Those are two of the most popular um, sought-after architectural looks in film. And so we have both in our state. And so being able to represent, um, you know, country and city and uh, small towns and different landscapes. I mean, we talk about George Lucas films all the time because, you know, you look at Little Sahara and Black Mesa and um, you can just see like Mad Max being filmed there or um, Westworld being filmed there or Mm -hmm. The Mandalorian. Like you can create worlds here. Um, Looking at our salt plains in Ava, um, Mm -hmm. like or Alva. 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 Yeah. Alva. Um, like looking at the different, um, the different things that we have that are so unique and just knowing that all Hollywood has to do is stick a camera up and you can capture a whole new, yeah. a whole new world there. And we're just, we're really excited about that. And like Matt said, it is a statewide project. Yeah. I think, you know, to that point when I don't think many Oklahomans know this, they're starting to know a lot more about it now because the travel people in travel Oklahoma or whatever are doing a lot better job about it but Oklahoma has what more as more ecosystems and so than is it here in California and Alaska here in has, California yeah, has the most eco- yeah. Yep, that's right you can go like you yeah, so we have, so, and all these right. other places so, so we have 12 you know that, yeah. that they really highlight and depending upon who you there are some very very nature minded people that will tell you a different number <laughs> <this> city. <laughs> so you, state tourism will tell you maybe a slightly different number yeah um, but the reality is like if you think about you know using Star Wars and as, as an example um, because most like think about Little Sahara it's 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 just extensive, beautiful sand dunes. Um, that's Tatooine. That's Luke Skywalker's home planet, you know. Um, and not far beyond that is Gloss Mountain, also sort of part of that ecosystem. You know, you have, um, while they're not necessarily towering redwoods, like you go down into the Washita Mountains, like, mm-hmm. you know, that those are rich, rich forests. Yeah, beautiful, the beautiful there. forests. Like, yeah. Totally. Yeah. The, the Illinois River is stunning. Um, the Tallgrass Prairie, I mean, forget about it. We have the largest lat- r- remnant tall grass prairie that there is it's gorgeous you know nature conservancy property um these all these places look just completely different and they're all their own their own little universes really um and yeah you're right people don't know that and then you've got cross timbers and short grass prairies and then you have mace buttes and mesas in the panhandle um it's it really is it's remarkable it it it, you know you 
um, New Mexico, um, you know, they have, they have, they have a studio in Santa Fe and they've got a studio in Albuquerque, but the reality is outside of Albuquerque looks like outside of Albuquerque in every direction. <laughs> yes. It just does. Yeah. And that's great because it's beautiful. But, but the reality is like, if I'm coming, if I'm George Lucas and I've got, you know, okay, we got these little bear creatures and we need to set them in a forest. And then I've got these weird sand guys and I need a desert for the same movie. Check, check. Two oh, hours, and if you need 32,000 square feet in the middle yeah. of a, uh, to build kind of whatever set you want, we also have that in the center. So suddenly like, my gosh, we're, I can see why all this started to make sense to you when you yeah. guys are like, yeah, like, we have this giant opportunity here. How can it we is. make this happen? Enormous. Yeah. yeah. And Oklahoma is a huge state. Like yeah. we have so much land and we I think the density is something that's really exciting for uh, filmmakers who come in because they look at our population. They look at how much space we have and they're like, so you mean there's not insane rush hour traffic that we're going to have to like lose two hours of drive time <laughs> yeah. for production that we can just like drive 15 minutes and yeah. it's 15 minutes. And we're like, exactly. Yeah. So there are things like that, that I think, um, the state has to offer that they don't even know is a Oklahoma uh-huh. doesn't even know that's a perk, but it very much is when you're talking to people who are, I mean, it used to take me an hour to get from my house to the zoo and I didn't live far from the zoo, yeah. but it would be an hour there and an hour back. Yeah. And when, you just get used to driving. People are like, I can't believe how much you're doing here. And I'm like, are you kidding? I have three extra hours of my day. Yeah. We, uh, my wife and <laughs> so I, t- one of the, um, and I love Los Angeles. I miss it. We do too. I totally yeah. miss it. We were just uh, on the phone with uh, one of our partners who's in Los Angeles right now. And he's t- talking about the ocean, about the ocean talking about the, the surf zones. and yeah. us over here in the prairie. Um, but, but one of the last straws was my wife and I lived in Santa Monica and we were going to an Ed Sheeran concert mm-hmm. at the Hollywood Bowl. Um, the tickets were like $250 a piece. Um, we had to get an Uber. It took an hour and a half to get there. The Uber was a hundred plus dollars there, um, to get an Uber out, took another two hours, which, and then to get back to our house was another hour at about a hundred dollars. So you were looking at just to go to a concert in nosebleed seat, like the worst seats at 250 a pop, by the way, you're looking at a thousand dollar night, you know, and it's just impossible. Here's just a Tuesday and it's a Tuesday. Here, you know, in Oklahoma, uh, like you I have, saw him in Tulsa and had, had great seats for like 200 bucks and took yeah, an hour to get Yeah, you probably got in and there. out in five minutes. It's just better. <laughs> you know, it's just, yeah. it's easier. And Oklahoma City is now, like we talk about Nunsuch. We talk about Gora. We talk about our restaurants. Mm. Um, we talk about uh, our museums, like Oklahoma Contemporary, Oklahoma Museum of Art, like our zoo. I yeah. mean, our zoo is, 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 is spectacular, but our parks... Um, our, our greenways, like our bike trails are like we, you can have an enormously good quality of life here. And the thing that I think when I talk to people in California is that, that at this point, everything becomes additive. You know what I mean? So like, this is a place where like you can participate in an ecosystem, a, a cultural ecosystem, but you can also influence it. So like, um, you know, if you have a friend that's a chef, it's like, where do you want to open a restaurant? You yeah. can come here where there's an appetite for it and you can conceivably have your own restaurant quickly if yeah. you're talented and people will go if you market it like and this. And you can afford to do it. <clears throat> right, And you exactly. can afford to do yeah. it. Yeah. And you have you have the, the runway to make. If you yeah. want to open a restaurant in LA, forget about it. Yeah. And people, if and, it's and, not highly successful in two weeks, you can't afford to do it. Yeah, and, well, it's and also it's so taking du jour there. months and months to get the permits for everything to oh, open gosh. up and all the investment to just get all the equipment. And stuff. Yeah, so it's and yeah. again, it's not it, like the restaurants in LA are fantastic. Like, yeah. 
like the Hollywood Bowl, there's no place like it. There's a reason why it's good, but there's a reason why coming back to Oklahoma City makes a lot of sense. And so mm-hmm. when Rachel says, you know, okay, people are coming back to front, coming in from LA to shoot from Reagan, I want to go back to that because what what we're suggesting is yes, we are bringing people from LA because like our crew base is something that's growing. Yeah. Our goal is to sell them on Oklahoma. So they get here and and they go to the Chesapeake Arena and they can see a concert in 15 minutes and 200 bucks. They can eat at a Bon Appetit restaurant at none such. They can do all the things. And then we say, well, at the Cox Center, we're going to have TV shows and film franchises and all the, uh, you know, this giant industry here. You can do your job here better. Yeah. And fly out to anywhere you want to go go if you're being shooting somewhere else. Oklahoma is an easy place to leave from. I talk about when I was uh, traveling a lot, um, like just last year, um, I was in 13 countries last year. So I left the country a lot and like leaving the country out of LAX is impossible. It's chaos. chaos. I just go to LAX or I go to Will Rogers with my passport and I I just hand him my passport and they're like, okay, have a nice flight to Sydney. And that's it. And and I'm off. You know this. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah. it's Super so easy, easy to leave. It's a great place to leave from. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't have to get to the airport, you know, three hours before. <laughs> You're like 45 minutes 45 to an minutes hour. 45 minutes. Easy It's so easy. Yeah. 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 So. I do freak out every now and then when I get there and I'm like 45 minutes to go and the line's astronomical. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> what have I done? Yeah. <laughs> but, and then it goes in 10 minutes. Two minutes. Yep. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. So yeah. Cox Center's obviously a huge win. That's going to be massive. But... I mean, everyone's, you know, this whole kind of now you've been talking about this. Everyone's mm-hmm. knowing what's going on. They see the papers, see the sound clips. What's the plan? What's next? What's like, you know, where's the long term vision? And I know that's the only reason that you guys like really want to do this is to build a legacy and build, you know, jobs in Oklahoma and have this sustained so that when yep. you're Gray's age, you can look back yeah. and then someone else is going to come over or someone who's already come up from here that's doing so, you know, building on top of you, the foundation that Gray's built and you've built and we know whatever. So yeah. where do we see this going? What's the plans? And well, I think, um, the important part for us is, you know, obviously we are creatives and so being able to make films here and TV projects and all the ideas that we have for our own content, like putting that aside for a moment. Mm-hmm. Um, I think what we are most excited about is the opportunity to create economic diversity in our state in a time when, it's desperately needed. Um, being able to put up a new vertical here that not only creates jobs and a pivot opportunity for people to step into an industry, um, an opportunity to keep our talent here, to give our kids something to look. Um, you know, we were talking yesterday about um, the importance of schools and about having this for for high school kids to mm-hmm. look at as an opportunity. Um, not everybody, academics is, is not the right thing to keep everybody in school. Sometimes it's sports, sometimes it's arts. Well, if you have something, if you have a pillar in your community where there's an opportunity to step into an art program, maybe that kid stays in school because they know that there's something for them on the other side. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I think that being able to create something that that changes the narrative here a little bit, that changes the landscape for, uh, for jobs and that, that just, that makes Oklahoma sexy. Like we are so excited about the jobs this will create, the narrative that it tells people about who we are as a state. Um, And just 
that part is really important. And then of course the content, of course, being able to make TV shows and do what we love, where we love, like all of that is enormously important, but there feels like an opportunity to do something that is so much bigger than us. And that it, that it does feel like on most days that we are the messenger um, of this enormous opportunity that is being crafted on such an immense level that it's pretty exciting to be a part of. And you're both parents, you're, you know, you both have young kids and I can't imagine what my mom had to go through when I was like, Hey, I'm leaving. And your parents had to go through when you're like, Hey, by the way, I'm going to LA. Or to, to, I remember my grandfather, you know, telling him, um, I've figured it out. I was a terrible student, you know, and, and to your point, like, you know, to the education space, like I was a bad student, like not like if I if I am not interested, it's I get an F. Yeah. Like, like I, I can't totally fi- I can't think my <laughs> no way okay. to a C. Like I just fail. I'm like no, nah, not yeah. doing, dealing with that. Had to adjust. Had to adjust. <laughs> I'm very happy I have Rachel here to to help me in in some of the things that are more challenging in this. If space. I got a B, I was just like, well, light this whole thing on fire. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> but. Um, but um, when I did tell my grandfather, I was like, I got to figure it out. And he's like, thank God. <laughs> uh, and then he's like, what? Okay, what is it? You know, a lawyer? And I'm like, no, movies. And he's like, oh, no. <laughs> like, it was a horrible thing for him to hear this. Uh, and, and that, you know, because I couldn't show him what it looked like. I couldn't go, here's, here's the thing. I didn't have the breakdown of jobs. I didn't have a pathway in. Um, had I have been able to show him that? And had I been able to identify like narrative as being something I want to par- be a part of, not in this sort of hopes and dreams space, but in the practicality mm-hmm. space at a younger age, man, it would yeah. it, it would the sky would have been the limit for me because I would have yeah. been in my lane. And and for me, and I know I speak for a lot of creatives, like when one thing makes sense, the sort of peripheral begins to make sense. Yeah. It's just finding yeah. that passion, and when passion is sort of extends beyond art and into the practical which is what we want to do. Um, we think we can unlock a lot of potential in a lot of yeah. people in Oklahoma that just otherwise won't have it. It becomes yeah. the center of the spider web, doesn't it? It's, yeah, it's There's 100%. so many links to it and yeah. webs or whatever to it that, you know, going back to what we mentioned earlier, it's every, you need a sound, you need food, you need tents, you need, yep. it's not just actors and fancy lighting. It's mm-hmm. like, it's a village. you know, it's, yeah, it, that is a traveling village, isn't it? And why, you know, if you already yeah. have, you know, the opportunity you have with Reagan to prove to people, you know, hey, like we have this year, we're building this year, you know, okay, at the moment we might not have all the crew right now, Mm -hmm. but in six months, a year, five years, 10 years, like we're going to have a solid platform that you guys just plug and play, come on in, we're ready to go, which makes people's budgets making movies, it's like much cheaper, doesn't it? Yeah. Because flying people out here from LA all around the world is not cheap. It's not. And I, but I will also say that, you know, in building this, I think why it's taken Matt and I 18 months to be able to come out of the back cave and talk about this is because we weren't just figuring out the infrastructure play, but we were figuring out how to influence curriculum, figuring out how to do public policy. Like if you had told me two years ago that part of my job description would now be influencing legislature and like sitting down with senators and talking about creating bills, like I would have laughed so hard. They'd be like, me? <laughs> but then here we are, like yeah. literally having conversations and being like, this is for Oklahoma. How do we how do we make yeah. this work? And um, it's something that we've just become incredibly passionate about, like not just focusing on our our leg of the school stool, mm-hmm. but how do we make it stable? 
yeah. right? Like, how do we help with all areas of that? And it's been an enormous amount of work. Like what Matt and I have accomplished in the last year, like we are different people than we were 18 months ago. Mm-hmm. We have come out. It, this has been baptism by fire. It has been it has. Yeah. an enormous amount of personal growth and business um, acumen that we have had to, yeah. um, you know, we've pivoted into something different, like standing up a studio. I'm an actor. Like, and a producer and writer, and and Matt is a filmmaker and a producer and a writer. And, like, these are not—that doesn't mean that, you know, you just naturally know how to do everything. I mean, our year has been digging into floor loads and, you know, equipment rentals and, you know, just all this stuff that I can't can't even explain what we have had to— learn to be able to make this opportunity work and it's been incredibly exciting yeah and now you know what it takes to build things from the ground up yeah and that we can do it and that we can do it yeah and we can do it well yeah how is eventually the legislative stuff like i mean how i remember the first time that um i remember seeing a picture of you both together was probably it was a long time ago when you were both at the capitol and i was around the time we'd probably done our interview matt and i remember something like that Yeah, yeah and i was just like what are they doing? Yeah, I'm like that's cool. <laughs> Is Matt uh, taking a tour of the Capitol? Yeah, and I was just like, you know, in, I was in like, his oh, cool something raincoat, like that. Yeah, looking moody. And now, like, you guys are going back. And this earlier this week, you were back there, right? You had something going on, or maybe it was last week. Um, you know, and just for someone who's not like in that scene, like me and probably most people listening, what's it like standing there and trying to tell someone or trying to convince someone like that? This is what I've been doing. I know a lot about what I've been doing from my career, but they mm-hmm. have no idea what they're doing what? or no idea what your business is. Like, yeah. how hard is that to convey to them across the table? Not. Yeah, I, I think, and, and <laughs> I know Rachel like has some, a good answer for this too, yeah. but I think we both can speak yeah. to it. Um, but for me, what I have discovered um, is that people just don't, you're right, they don't know and they don't understand. But mm-hmm. when, when it is sort of thoughtfully painted out as a consist it's is building consistent jobs in Oklahoma um people immediately light up you know you think of film like manufacturing yep Mm -hmm. like that's really it like list this like think of a soundstage as a as a manufacturing plant and everybody there is doing is building their piece and then those pieces are then put together uh and then they're finished up and then they're sent to a post house that is then exported and 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 you just keep plugging things through and the jobs stay um they go oh but the difference is yeah. what we're trying to create is a manufacturing plant that has high paying jobs. So whereas that person right. might get minimum wage, we want to now show them with the same skill set they can get $30 an hour because yeah. it's a high paying industry. Yeah. The average um, wages for the entertainment industry is 104000 a year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The average. That's yeah. 80% above That's the national average. That's a great way average. to live in Oklahoma. And Can that goes forever in Oklahoma. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah, it's totally true. Yeah. Um, so we're just trying to raise the bar a little yeah. bit. And to Matt's point, we have there is such a hunger for this in the state. There is a, such a hunger for economic diversity. And how do we find a new pillar here, like a new vertical that brings different jobs and brings more opportunity and more money into mm-hmm. our state? Like, how do we do that? And I think that the conversations that we have had that Matt and I have been so pleasantly um, surprised by is that, you know, our our capital is full of forward-thinking people who want to create change for our state. Um, Some of our 
um, biggest advocates in the state, you know, have, I mean, Senator Thompson, Roger Thompson, Greg Treat, uh, Brian Hill, Dunnington, like we've sat down with some of these people who are just like, what can we do to help? Um, because this sounds amazing. This creates jobs. This yeah. creates economic diversity at a time when Oklahoma needs it. And it's just all of us working together to yeah. Yeah. To, it's good to, to have everybody on the right yeah. side. Because yeah. if it wasn't, you guys would be banging your head against the wall and it would be a lot yeah. harder than it already and has been. And, and there, you know? You know, there, there's definitely, there are going to be voices of, of dissent. Sure. But, yeah. but I think like when you put it in practical terms, like when you can find analogs, like an oil and gas analog is one that we use a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, people begin to wrap their head around it in a pretty easy way. So it's yeah. like, why is film and television any different than a Tesla plant, you know, or something like it, it, they're not much different. And, and really the added sort of value beyond the film is something that people don't think about either. Like, Mm -hmm. again, like what we're doing is we are presenting our state. This is, this is outfacing, you know what I mean? Like this is a forward facing industry. So, you know, um, we have, we, we have a chance to show our state in a, in a light from a PR Mm -hmm. perspective. Yeah. Yeah, it's phenomenal. Yeah, it's um, awesome. And when we're the ones kind of dr- controlling that to some degree, yeah. what the narrative is, it's not Hollywood coming in and saying, we're going to tell a story about this unpleasant thing that happened here. We're yeah. like, we're going to tell the best stories in Oklahoma and we're going to bring the best projects here that we can that sort of fit into the overall ethos of who we are. Yeah. And so that's, you know, when you can talk about it that way, people for the most part will can get on board. Um, mm-hmm. Whether it makes sense to their constituents or not is really their call. But but again, like we we know the statewide impact that this can have, and, yeah. and we spell it out as best we can. And we like to be open books. We make ourselves available for mm-hmm. any questions that people have. We're, we're accessible and yeah. um, yeah. want to work with the state. It's it's important. Yeah, it's and I think be awesome. because we're Oklahomans, um, it's a it's a little easier. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we grew up here, so That's we true. speak that language. But we also worked for decades in Hollywood, so we speak that language. And yeah. so just being able to come back and say, "Look, I know that sometimes it's um, it's easy to be scared of what you don't know." So we just want to answer all the questions and and show you how this can be a really yeah. good opportunity for Oklahoma, and it doesn't have to be. Um, Hollywood. Yeah. Right. You yeah. know what I mean? It can be this is this is a new opportunity for Oklahoma. So and, and I think like in so getting back to like analogs, like look at the impact that Pahuska, like we have that mm-hmm. great. But what you can also point to is the Oklahoma City Thunder. That's another one we talk about all the time. Yeah. Let's get a basketball team. A unique time and space happens with the the Hornets. Yeah. Next thing you know, like our, our, the private sector, the public sector, we're all working to get this basketball team here yeah. for a half a season or a, one season. And then it became two seasons. And Chris Paul was a part of it. And by virtue of seeing that that was successful and the energy that kind of came yeah. behind this one unique experience in this one moment of time, because we had Chesapeake, by the way, yeah. which was at the time the Ford Center, which was a byproduct of maps. Now we have the Thunder. And look at how the Thunder has changed. And yeah. all you say is, there, find me a le- uh, someone in the legislature that doesn't like the thunder. It's you know, it's a little uh, sports are kind of <laughs> weird now, but for the most part, like yeah. the thunder is the thing we're the most proud yeah. of. But it, painting that out, look at the boathouse district. You know, let's build a boathouse. Yeah. What? What? Yeah. The river. Yeah. The river was a was a sand bed. It was, it was a, a not dump. a nice place to be, was it? And but look somebody at it. looks yeah. and goes, Beautiful. "Let's let let's not only channel that water, but let's build a boathouse out of it." Yeah. And then we're going to be an Olympic training facility. That's global. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. And so we, and so in that spirit, that's how we step into this. And awesome. when you can paint yeah. the narrative in that way yeah. and point to those things, Pahuska, the thunder, the boathouse, it goes on and on and on. Yeah. People go, oh, 
This, oh, that makes a lot this of is sense. good for us. Yeah. So that's the way. We, you know. That's awesome. So you know, you you said it takes an absolute village to to keep this thing going or to start this and, and do all this film stuff. Um, who who's key players? Who's been involved and, and really got, helped you guys out? Oh gosh. Um, well, if we got into <laughs> everybody, we'd Dude, be here all day. Yeah, <laughs> we'd be here forever if we were gonna. Yeah. Um, let's make the list. So many Oklahomans. Yeah, I mean, I I think it's important to acknowledge the foundation that. Um, that was here when when Matt and I really kind of started this. I think, you know, Tavisovsky at the film office has been incredible. Um, you know, Abby and the Tulsa film office is amazing. You have, um, you know, Matt Pinnell. Lance McDaniel. Oh, gosh, uh, and yeah. and, and everything that he built at the Dead Center Film Festival. Alex Picard, who's picking up yeah, after Thompson. that. Obviously, Gray Fredrickson, all the educators. Um, yeah. all, you know, David uh, Mayor David Holt has been an amazing supporter, as has the entire yeah. city council. Uh, there are literally so many yeah. leaders that it's hard to thank them all. Mm-hmm. But yeah. but our city and our state have been... Uh, but even in the city, uh, I mean, Aubrey McDermott gets a special shout-out. Um, she has been a special champion for this project um, in the Cox Center and getting that um, where it is. And, you know, our city manager, like Craig Freeman, has been incredible. And all the finance guys, I, I can't even imagine how many, um, you know, how many conversations we have had with you know, everybody from the Cox Center and the city and the state mm-hmm. and the mayor just to make sh- make this all come together. Everybody saw the city council thing and they were like, oh, wow, they, they must have just that started this last week. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. We have been on yeah. literally since since COVID started, we have been on nonstop Zooms for like eight to 10 hours a day yep. with yeah. all of these key players making this thing come together and and uh it has it has taken an enormous village for this to yeah happen yeah Rinzai Stone and and Saxum uh, yeah. has been mm-hmm. enormously helpful and and uh, as has, as has Cooper House yeah Cooper House Tim Tim and Aaron Cooper are complete visionaries in Oklahoma City yeah. so and and these are just a few of the people but yeah. but yeah. really like it, it, the the uh, it's it, when you say village, it's more like a city. It's really yeah. more like a state. Yeah. And I, I also want to give a special shout out to our um, our investor, who is the one who held space for us to figure all of this out from the beginning. Um, so Echo Capital and Christian Kennedy. Um, without yeah. him, I don't think we would be here. Wouldn't be sat at this table talking to me about a movie. We certainly would. I'd probably be sitting at this table talking about <laughs> photographing <laughs> elephants. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we could sit and chat and hang out forever. <laughs> yeah. But I know that you guys have a busy day, and I know that, you know, people listening to this are probably done driving to the wherever. They're driving or walking their dogs or maybe even running. Um, keep running. Uh, <laughs> so how do they follow? How do they get involved? How can they ask you questions? You know, they might see a location when they're driving through the city and think this could be an awesome spot to shoot at. How do they, you know, do all that stuff? Find us on social, Prairie okay. Surf Media, on Instagram and on LinkedIn and on uh, Facebook. Yeah. Give us a follow on there. We will be making all announcements and updates there. Great surf media, yeah. yeah. Awesome. And then I'll plug your individual ones as well that are yeah. on there if people want to come follow you yeah. and see Matt's awesome photos and all the cool stuff that you're doing. So thanks so much, guys. I really appreciate Real it. Real quick, uh, to our, our uh, host for the day, Bedford. 100%. Um, just wanted to give a quick plug on October's. At Photocon is coming up. It's virtual. Um, but I will be speaking, uh, keynoting Saturday night. Uh, October 17th, I'm going to be talking about um, travel photography. So back to my my sort of other passion, but um, 
am excited to be doing that. And it's a great way to learn some photography tips and learn yeah. about gear and all the exciting things. So it's thanks for that. Awesome for us. Yeah. Really cool. Then yep. it's gone online. It's going to be different, but and I think if you buy a ticket, you're automatically in next year as well. Is that yep. right? Something like that. Yep. You're back. You're in 2021 yeah. and I will be speaking there. I, I imagine you, you might be as well. I'm not sure. I, I'm doing a pre-recorded one. A pre-recorded I, yeah, one. So okay. mine's been, yeah, mine's about branding, social media branding. Social for those media. photographers who've been doing photography for 30 years and some snot has come up from social media and picked up a camera and stealing all their clients. That's hilarious. So I'm here yeah. to save you. Got it, got it, got it. <laughs> well, be, be sure to check that out as yeah. well. Um, awesome. And obviously follow us at Prairie Surf Media. Yeah. Guys, Thanks, thank Mike. you so much. I really appreciate it. This thank is, you uh, for everything you I get to talk to you about know, what we're actually doing. <laughs> just, a quick plug yeah. for, just a quick plug for you too. Um, you know, I went on to, we were talking about photos for... Um, for just kind of some marketing material we were doing. Mm. And my first instinct was to go to This Is Oklahoma uh, yep. because of the fact that like people, what what This Is Oklahoma has meant to the state, I think mm. is enormous. You have 41,000 followers. Appreciate that. Um, and these are all people that are competing for space to show why they love Oklahoma and what is mm. best about it. You're one of the greatest assets we have. Thank you. I so, appreciate it. You're here. As yeah. you grow, um, it's cool, man. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm terrible in movies, so you, I won't be asking you for a movie role. But I appreciate the plug. Thank <laughs> yeah, absolutely, you so man. Much. For sure. Awesome. Thank you, Mike. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll catch you next episode. Cheers. Cool. This podcast was presented by the Oklahoma Hall of Fame, who've been telling Oklahoma's story through its people since 1927. Follow them online at OklahomaHOF.com and definitely on Instagram at OklahomaHOF. Catch you next episode. Cheers. Thank you for listening. We are inspired by those around us and hope that you are too. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review so we can keep telling your stories. For more great Oklahoma content, follow This Is Oklahoma on Facebook and Instagram.